Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because if we talk about what you want to talk about, you'd be here, but you're not fucking here. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you are an OG part of the Wista gang, welcome back. If you're a secret admirer, reveal yourself. And if you're listening to this because you think I'm talking shit about you, bitch, I probably am talking shit about you. I'm sorry, but it's, I'm being honest. So you guys, we're going to go through quickly with the life update because I feel like so much shit has happened within last week's episode to the point where, I don't know, maybe we're going to get another 40 minute because with Trump getting freaking locked, well not locked up, but like arrested in New York, the whole freaking Angel Reese situation. Oh my God, there's so much shit to talk about. But life update, well, the day this episode comes out, I'll be at the New York Auto Show for Media Day. This is the goal. We're going to find out if we can get us a little sugar daddy, you know, the executives, the celebs and the folks won't be there. So we're going to find out. But either way, just an amazing time to network and find out like a few things, maybe even like try to connect with some folks, get the fuck out of my job. But definitely excited for that. Um, Other than that, just a lot of change happening in my life. A lot of like things for my artists. I know it's like so many things I want to tell you guys about, but I just simply cannot right now just because obviously NDAs and shit like that, but eventually I'll be able to talk about those things and even just like changes going on in my life just in general and no bitch, I'm not pregnant. So, cause someone's like, oh, you got changes that you, you, you don't, you're like, you're not comfortable telling us, bitch, uh-uh. ain't no heads coming out of this poom poom. Okay. Thank you. Maybe in the future, but not right now. That's not my head right now. So shout out to the parents though, but let's get on to some of these topics because I feel like there's so many things to talk about. As of today, Tuesday, April 4th, Trump has officially turned himself in the state of New York. Yes, today is that day where Trump said, bitch, I got to pull up to the courthouse and I need to do what I got to do. Obviously, we already know there's like 34 counts and he's saying that he's not guilty. Obviously, if you're like watching the videos and like the anticipation of like seeing him pull up at court and everyone's like, oh my God, when is he going to pop up? When is he going to pop up? When is he going to pop up? Like you guys, if you like see the images of him, he is not phased by it. I really do think that he feels like he's like in a simulation that this is just more reality tv like he looks like he has no worries literally when you like see the video of him like walking into the fucking courthouse he like you could see he's doing his face like ugh, why the fuck am i here but then also you think he's like plotting strategizing and think everything's gonna work in his favor and honestly with how things are going i don't think it's gonna work in his favor i don't know i feel like there's still gonna be some shit and even if trump gets locked up i still feel like he's gonna end up in the rich people jail like do y'all think he's gonna end up in like the jail with like harvey weinstein because let's not forget when michael cohen got arrested he was literally in the same prison with um the situation and some other guy what is his name um what is his name he's from the freaking fire festival his name is freaking hold on hold on hold on you guys i'm gonna get this billy mcfarland yes michael cohen who was um trump's old lawyer who like fucking hates him now literally didn't snitch on his ass and shit like that which i'm like wait so y'all was following street code too so that does that mean that y'all was more loyal than takashi 69 wow that's crazy mm. and we're not gonna talk about 69 getting jumped because who has time for that it, it is what it is but back to this whole trump arrest and everything like that it's very interesting to see like something you have to say it's a historical moment yeah a lot of people are like oh it's embarrassing i'm like yeah it is embarrassing but it's like this is what happens. We got to deal with it. This is going to be in history books. So what is it? We got Biden. And even with that, like Biden is doing some shit where even I'm just like, hmm, okay, we're going to see what goes on with this election. I'm telling you guys right now, 
This 2024 election is going to be very fucking interesting. That is what I'm going to say. It's going to be very interesting. And to see how this whole thing goes down, it's going to be very interesting to like watch the news and see the commentary that's going to be given by these political commentators. Because right now, mm, we're the laughing stocks. And even like my rant about the um, the Democratic Party last episode, still again, I don't know what the fuck is going on in the future of our politics. Really, just rep your side. Just rep, rep who you want to rep for. That's all I'm going to say. I don't even care anymore. Because in the end of it, like, let's be real. All these damn politicians be saying they got a black agenda. And do they really go forth with it? Hmm. The, yeah. Yep. Right then and there. But hey, what can I say? I mainly gossip about celebrities. So it is what it is. Let's also not forget about how like Ron DeSantis is just trying to like erase black history within like the state of Florida. Like Ron, bro, I can't, I can't stand Ron DeSantis. I can't stand seeing his face. It's just something about him just makes me twitch when I look at him. I'm, I really do sense a scandal coming for him, but you know what? I'm gonna keep that for myself. This is all my opinion and this is all alleged. That's all I have to say. But still, this man is trying to get rid of everything banning books and all that shit like bro stop it just stop it school system is already fucked up and you're trying to fuck it up even more and then that whole new gun law that he put down and some of y'all were like oh no he's trying to protect us because now we don't need a license to have a concealed weapon um hello that's just gonna cause more people to be trigger happy what the fuck i can't man i really fucking can't I, you know what? let's just move on to the next topic because uh, no, I don't want to go on a rant. Let's move on from politics because this ain't CNN, this ain't MSNBC. And even if I was given the opportunity to be on those platforms, I'd probably be on the late night show or on like the freaking programs where they have their own um set shows. And even if I were to pop up on like um like an Anderson Cooper tonight and shit like that, please, y you probably see me talking just like Charlamagne when he'd be on those shows. Shout out to Charlamagne. But still, um, let's talk about sports. Well, first things first is let's give a round of applause to the beautiful ladies of the LSU women's basketball team. Shout out to them for winning. Yes, all of them, even their coach too. Stylish team. Love it. Love it. Also, fuck everybody who got an issue with Angel Reese. Fuck you. Fuck you. If you got an issue with it, if you thought what she did was classless, you can gladly unfollow this because guess what? Why is it the fact that some people could do things and then when we do it, it's a fucking problem? I really don't get it. And I've argued with people about it before. And if you don't agree with it, that's perfectly fine if you don't agree with it. But this is the thing. It is sports. Why is it the fact that one group can do something and then when the other group does it it's an issue this is sports i thought all things go out the door when it comes to sports i thought we don't see certain things when it comes to sports i thought it's just about the game it's nothing else so when somebody does the you can't see me by john cena and then somebody else does it back why is it a problem and another thing too is it really showed people's faces when it came to this whole situation for example the owner and creator of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, Portnoy, whatever this fucking last name is pronounced, he even made a comment about Angel Reese and he, it was not a nice comment at all. It's very like, what the fuck? You literally have a show on your network, which is making mad views. You guys already know that show with freaking Wallow and Gilly, which I'm pretty sure it's up there on ratings and rankings with the Call Her Daddy podcast, which the Call Her Daddy podcast, I don't know, I don't really hear people talking about it no more, but I still hear people talk about 
million dollars worth of games. So I don't know. But then again, too, I'm not the target audience for Call Her Daddy podcast. I'm more of the target audience for million dollars worth of game. But still, it's the fact that you're saying all this mess, but the only reason why like black folks are even checking for your freaking uh, like brand is because of Wallow and Gilly because let's be real yes okay I could say the sports too but there's so many other platforms where we can get sports news from that are independent and also I'm just happy the fact that um Wallow and Gilly did point out and let it be known that they own all the rights to their podcast and that this whole situation with Barstool is just partnership so it's like once this partnership ends they can really go shop around and find out where they want to host their podcast and definitely know it's going to be for a lot of money. So either way, um, it's going to be interesting. But just in general, it really just goes to show you how like, I feel like just in general, if it's always feels like us as black women always have to be like, oh, we have to just take it and deal with it. It's like, no, why? Why do we have to do this? Why? Why? But then when some shit happens or some bullshit happens and y'all coming to us first things first just to see if we can support you i'm tired of it okay can we just live our lives and be carefree and not have to worry about things like there's so many things going on in this damn world and now we have to deal with the fact that we just can't be ourselves or even like we can't do the same thing we can't get away with certain things it's just annoying i'm very much fed up with it and i thought in sports it's the game we just do what we gotta do we could trash talk and everything like that everything else is out the door but didn't seem like that with this damn freaking championship but once again too also um jill biden the fact that she was like yeah let's bring the iowa girls too girl what losers don't go to the white house losers don't go to the white house sorry Mm -mm. no that's not gonna pass over here no and another thing too is i've noticed that it's like everyone was saying oh yeah the iowa girls they didn't get to win but still i'm like wow so now y'all want to celebrate y'all like now y'all want to celebrate the team that lost hello we don't talk about the team that lost okay y'all lost y'all got next year can we just celebrate the team that won like what the fuck either way congratulations to the lsu wins basketball team shout out to y'all do what you gotta do i know you women are gonna do amazing things within your career and in the wnba regardless or if you play overseas or whatever endeavor you do decide to like do in your life shout out to you but let's get on to more news that's pissing me off um let's talk about the young thug trial and how that one juror literally the one who like went on vacation and i guess like she didn't get approved for it and then she kind of got like a second chance and all she had to do was write a 30 page paper about the importance of jury duty and she didn't do that so now she's getting sentenced to jail for um three days for recording part of the jury selection like what the fuck is wrong with this person and i like went through the shade room comments and people are like oh they'd rather do the time than write 30 pages i'm sorry i'm not ruining my freaking record for uh, no no i wrote a fucking 75 page paper uh, a 30 page paper is not that bad it's not and especially de depending on like the time limit they give her th she'll be fine because guess what all you gotta do is what you need to at least write i'd say like 10 pages a week and that's what i did if she wrote 10 pages a week and let's say for example the judge was like oh you have until like a month to get it done with which i'm pretty sure they would give her some leeway to get it done especially for the fact that the judge literally gave her that assignment rather than like giving her time to go to prison like 
three days in prison oh hell fucking no and it's the fact that y'all was really in the comments saying y'all would do the jail time oh no that's in your background check that means let's say for example because they're saying that she was a college student so now that she has that in her record whenever she like decides to go to job interviews or just apply for a job in general and even they don't ask those well they're gonna ask those questions but even with that that's gonna pop up in her fucking background check there's a lot of things that pop up in your background check that you're like what the fuck i think allegedly i heard that like credit scores pop up but i could be incorrect about that somebody please correct me but there's a lot of things that pop up in like company background checks when they look for you so i wish her nothing but the best but i would have written the 30 page paper and honestly with like chat gpt and ai she could literally just type in write me a 30 page paper about why it's important to um do freaking jury duty and she'd have that shit done in like 15 minutes so in the end that's her loss and that's her record that's on her not on us but it's gonna be interesting to see how like this whole young thug case shows up because a lot of people are saying oh they're stalling things because they don't have enough evidence i don't know honestly when it comes to like the judicial system and shit like that it really is a circus you just never know it's like the lottery you either gonna win or you're gonna lose in more news that has been pissing me off this is from facebook so a user of the name Roderick Hill who went viral for saying this, fellas, we're two months away from a brand new batch of women coming out of after graduation, them fresh 18 year olds. He really thought that that was going to like hit. Literally people in the comments were like, this is very predatory. People were literally in the comments like, what is this man's information? Can we cut the cops on this man? He literally went live. And I'm like, bro, this dude is just digging a bigger hole for himself. He went on live trying to justify his statement saying, you know, the women outside, they're not, they're not this, they're not that. But it's like, bro, there's a reason why the women outside don't want you. There's a reason why the women your age range don't want you and why younger women don't want you either. And it's the fact that you want to prey on 18 year olds, like, ew, disgusting, predatory, and it's the fact that you even said you got daughters. Um, Let's pray for those young ladies. Still, ill. And it's the fact that you are even giving your information. So you, got, you work at FedEx. Well, thank you very much because guess what? You're about to lose your job. Thank you. <laughs> but then that made me think about how like dudes were celebrating the minute that bad baby became 18 and like her OnlyFan prices went up. It's like, wow. Can we please like get these people's information and like do an investigation and let's say, for example, if this was like a woman saying that about young men, I'd be saying the same thing because that's still predatory regardless. Like, ew, that's disgusting. And I know some people are going to say, oh, well, 18 year olds are adults. But still think about your mindset when you're 18. Not everybody's going to have the freaking mindset of an adult at the age of 18. And if you were the exception that at 18, you were literally making ma major decisions and you didn't make any mistakes and you function as a dog good for you but that's not the consensus of majority of 18 year olds they're just getting fresh out of school trying to figure out what the hell they want to do in their fucking lives shit some of us be in our fucking 20s still trying to figure shit out so <clears throat> and let's not forget what happened with tiffany haddish and also if you're making jokes like that that's just um uh, is that how you think are you trying to reveal a secret to us but hey let's get on to the next topic and this is mainly about respecting the dead although the dead may have been one of your ops so a rapper recently went i think he won vlad tv i could be incorrect but basically he won vlad tv talking about how him and his girl mainly his girl killed somebody who's trying to rob them he went on the freaking vlad tv show bragging about it saying oh yeah we got a body on the ops shit like that and literally 
24 hours after that interview went live, he was reportedly dead. I'm going to keep saying this, respect the dead. Even when rappers start talking about how, oh, they got ops, they got bodies, this and that. We smoking on this, we doing on that. I keep thinking to myself is, do y'all not have like spiritual understanding of like how when, let's say, for example, you're spiritual specifically, how when somebody passes away, they become like a spirit or like they become part of like somebody's soul family and they can even partner with your soul family and teach you a lesson. So either way, when rappers start talking about the ops, they got bodies and shit like that. I'm just like, wow, mm, you're paying with some very important territory because these souls don't play games. So good luck to you. But still, the fact that he was bragging about it and he wasn't even the one that pulled the trigger. It was his girl. It was his girl that killed the guy. But just goes to show, be careful where you brag because shit like this happens and it happened on Vlad TV and which still to this day I'm like so amazed how like rappers still go on like Vlad's platform I understand it's a platform that can get you attention but there's a track record hmm interesting but let's get on to the next topic because wow since we are basically talking about music I want to talk about how Chloe just dropped her album and a lot of y'all are not feeling it or it's just the fact that the sales are kind of low right now. I'm going to say this just in general, Twitter hype, social media hype does not equal streams. And I'm going to keep saying this, Chloe, like her whole freaking album in pieces, it's good. Maybe it's not for me just because it's not upbeat. I like upbeat songs. So some of these songs I wouldn't be listening to. If she gave us like an album with songs like Lord Have Mercy, I would have fucked up the whole thing. I would have been listening to that shit all the fucking time. But I see the direction that she's trying to go through. I think there still needs to be some sort of development of her finding her true artistry and her just navigating through that. I do think that there is a lane going through it. But also too, I feel like Chloe and Hallie low-key are trying to like get these albums out of their hands. Because like I said last episode, they have a deal with Parkwood for six albums for a million dollars so if they can get all these damn songs out of their hands so they can negotiate and get a better deal that makes sense and also to the amount of push and strategies they did for her rollout between like parkwood and don't forget parkwood is under another label the fact that there was so much rollout and everything like that and seeing that the streams were low we also have to think about this, uh, the tours because really where artists really truly make their money is from their partnerships from touring it's from doing those type of things so it's like the album's gonna pay back the label for their advances and shit like that but it's gonna be interesting to see how it's gonna do within like the next couple weeks because everybody's like oh well it's only been a week and it's minus like it's less than like 11k streams 11k um buys but you have to realize she's still a brand new artist, but I understand there's so much hype because she is Beyonce's protege, but still you gotta realize you gotta build a solidified fan base. So for example, her like song with Chris Brown, I understand her doing that song with Chris Brown because Chris Brown still has relevancy within R&B and still has like a large fan base, but that song should have never been a single. It should have been on the fucking album and y'all just leave it there because I named plenty of people who did songs with Chris Brown. They weren't leading singles and they haven't gotten called out for it. And some of them are your faves. I did notice that there were some people saying that they feel like the album was inauthentic, especially when they heard songs like Cheat Back because they thought that she's probably not experienced relationships. First things first is y'all are wrong for that because y'all don't know Chloe and y'all don't know her business. So don't be saying that. But another thing too is, um if that's her experience that's her experience you can't really justify if you can't relate to the song 
don't listen to it listen to something else i wasn't messing with the album but i listened to it because guess what i support chloe i support everything that she does because guess what i see the talent i see it there it just needs to be a room of improvement i'll say this though um a lot of y'all were talking shit about chloe saying that oh she was gonna have the album out before normani we're still waiting for the album normani we're still waiting for that album where is it where is it you're on the list of people where i'm like where is this album and i know i'm like going off topic because you you can kind of say normani and chloe are peers but it's the fact that normani you have so much fucking talent you have that collection of flabletics people are still paying attention to you we need something because when waves came out and all those other songs came out that's when we should just drop something an ep but now it's like okay what's next because now the anticipation is so high to the point where it's like eh, if we don't like it we're gonna call you out for it and i'm happy that parkwood made sure okay we busted out some singles we know b's about to drop b's about to go on tour do this i wouldn't be surprised if chloe ends up opening for beyonce for some of her dates which makes definite sense but still did you not notice how within what a year they made sure to at least roll out the freaking album hello that's what y'all gotta do and i understand artist development is important but it's like what's next because let's be real we're kind of transitioning within this damn freaking music industry artists are out here selling out their freaking um singles they're selling out their fucking um catalogs and shit like that um albums work depending on your solidified fan base some people are better at singles so it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out i'm happy that chloe put out her um in pieces album definitely excited to see what else is left for her artistry i definitely think there's gonna be room for improvement and i'm not gonna say anything else because bitch i need a consultation fee pay me i'll tell you what you need to do and i also want to say this i'm happy that she got a feature with missy elliott one thing we could say about missy elliott missy elliott supports the girls because even missy elliott did um a freaking collab with flow which is one of my favorite girl groups y'all yeah, listen to flow they are a black girl group out in the uk they definitely reminisce and make me think about like the early 2000s kind of like destiny's child and everything like that and some people like to call them out saying they're copying the 2000s but it's like the two the 2000s are back so deal with it but they took like that one verse that she has where it goes like if you're a fly girl get your nails done get a pedicure get your hair did they basically took that um verse from work it and made it like their own chorus and she was actually on the song so i support it and also missy did collab with brie runway which is another one of my faves she's out in the uk too which we gotta give props to a lot of the black um singers in the uk doing their thing and starting to get that american popularity i'm here for it because for the amount of times i've been telling y'all when are we going to support the black uk singers because we kept giving freaking sam smith and adela platform which yes they could sing they got vocals but can we bring some of the people who actually look like they sound like that some freaking notoriety and give them some relevancy so i'm happy about that because brie runway had recently opened for lizzo during her Amer um european leg of her tour so i'm still happy for that and we'll see what else happens with that bringing it back to chloe i can't wait to see what happens i think this is just a stepping stone and this is the thing it's the first album like you gotta do what you gotta do and plus i know a lot of people are like oh well we want something like ungodly hour that's a moment that happened do i think they can go back to the ungodly hour era maybe they could i do want another like chloe and hallie album for them together but it's gonna be interesting to see how hallie does her own thing after the whole like 
little mermaid and how she does like her own little solo project so it's gonna be interesting but either way i still think they're trying to get these six albums out of their hands so they could renegotiate their deal hold on and random thought that popped in my head because i did say about like the collaborations that chloe did on her album i do think like even when she did like those singles and like the people that she featured with yes it was good that she featured with lotto but i do think there are some other people she could have featured with with a higher fan base and especially to is when she featured with lotto lotto did have that peak of that beef with nikki so there probably was a little hand in hand to the point where they're like maybe the barbs were like nah bitch we're not listening to this because you're not messing with ours but we'll see what happens when it comes to what's next within the music sector career but i think when it comes to acting her being on that new um peacock movie that's coming out praise that's gonna do very good for her and even with the whole scene with swarm that's just opening the door for her when it comes to acting so either way it's a win that's it and normani where is that album okay let's get on to our last topic and this is reality tv news mainly so i don't know if you guys watch any shows on tlc other than 90 day fiance if you guys know me i am a reality tv freak i'm a reality tv connoisseur i am a reality tv enthusiast if you guys don't know this show i'm so surprised y'all need to be watching this so i know some of you guys may know the show of seeking sister wife where it follows a couple who want to bring in another woman to the relationship obviously it is a polygamous relationship so it would be one guy and multiple women but this show mainly covers polyandry which i've talked about previously i think back in like 2020 you have to go back through those episodes to find out but i did talk about like how polyandrous couples is when it's a woman with multiple men well she has multiple male partners as in like multiple husbands and there's a show on TLC called Seeking Brother Husband. And I'm like, what the fuck? Finally, we get to see how a woman deals with multiple peen. Because honestly, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. But the storylines are definitely interesting when it comes to it. So there are two black couples. There's another couple, I think they are, I don't know their culture, but I'm, they're definitely BIPOC, but that one, I'm telling you guys right now, that one BIPOC couple where I don't know, um, the ethnicity wise, this girl literally said she cheated on her man. And then he was like, okay, he basically was like, let's just open a relationship. And then she was like, no, let's try to do polyandry. And you could see in his face, he is not fucking with it at all, but he's going forward with it. And she's just like, yeah, you know, I just want to find different attraction. After I had done that, I just realized, you know, I want to search for something else. And my man, Matt, he's going to help me out with it. Literally, when he's trying to explain, he supports what she wants to do and he's here for it. I was like, sir, you know damn well you're going to resent this shit in like 10 years. And there's like a scene where they have a conversation with his mother and she literally looks at him and the mom is like, do you sure you want to like marry her? Like, you don't want to get a divorce? Like, you sure you want to share your wife with another man? I'm like, Ooh, damn, y'all putting this on TV. But it's definitely interesting to see that. And then like the reasons to like why they decide to like go into polyandry. And there's another couple, there's a black couple. So the lady has been with her husband for 20 years and they decided to bring in her second husband who she's been with for 10 years and the crazy thing is with her first husband they got three kids and they let their kids know everything about it and i'm telling you guys right now when they showed this couple bro why the second husband got on gray contacts 
<laughs> when I seen this man contacts, I said to myself, man, you better have some good ass fucking dick for you to be having them damn fucking great contacts in your eyes saying, oh, you're the second husband. You get to sleep in the bed with your wife and everything like that. And the first husband gets to sleep in his own room. I'm sorry. When he pulled up with them great, great contacts, I said, this man better have some good ass peen uh-uh i'm sorry but you could tell like the first husband is like checked out he don't even give a fuck because i like looking at his face he's like oh yeah i like my alone time i like to have my own room i'm like sir you know you got your own little side thing it's okay and then i went to go do research on this couple the funny thing is the first husband came to his wife and said he was in love with somebody else and i'm like oh my god this is too much so that led to her going and embarking in the journey of polyandry so i guess they switched it around because on the show it's mainly focused about her her first husband and the second husband but now she wants to bring in a third husband and she even told the second husband oh my god i'm giving you guys all the spoilers but she's like basically trying to tell the second husband that she would prefer for him to have his own room so she can bring in a third husband it's interesting to see how like the men who are in the position of like being the second husband the first husband compared to like seeing the women react on like seeking sister wives where like the men on um finding brother husbands the dudes who are like the second husbands or like they're about to bring in somebody new they're really trying to secure their spot they're like nah bro i'm not dealing with this very territorial and then you see like the women on like sister wives seeking sister wives they're just supporting it and i'm like i know damn well y'all bitches aren't fucking with this i know damn well just say would you not fucking with it but bringing it back to the black couple, the dude with the gray eyes, the contacts, Lord, he is so territorial. He's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to be moving this and that. I like my, our bed together. And I'm just thinking to myself, sir, how do you think her husband felt when you were coming in? Now you're getting the little piece of what he felt. But then again, too, the first husband already has his own little thing. So enjoy what you can get now because there's about to be a new man in town and deal with it. But it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out throughout the season. I definitely am, like, happy that we do have, like, the other side view of the experience of how women who are the lead of the relationship, like, it's very important because we really don't see that type of representation. We have so many shows when it comes to, like, polygamy, but we never have shows about polyandry. And I know you guys know um Passion Jones, who's a YouTuber, and she's, like, very well-known on social media about her polyandrous relationship so i'm surprised she didn't make casting but then again too maybe there wasn't a fit for it but still it's definitely interesting to see how like they break the stigma because they do cover the topics about like okay since it is brother husbands do the brother husbands mess with each other or is it just with the wife how do you guys share rooms this and that so it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out but still if you love the drama definitely go watch that show because it is a fucking mess you guys and I'm going to say this again, you better have some good peen if you're going to be wearing some fucking great contacts. Because literally, like I said earlier, when that man showed his face, I said, those are not his eyes. Also, although I said this was the last topic, can I just say this? There's a report from the BMC psychology study where it says people who are obsessed with celebrities are less intelligent. Um, I think that is infactual. I think it's levels of it. I'll say to a certain point where I feel like if you're so obsessed to the point where if that certain celebrity says if you like to go rob a bank you're gonna go do it then um that's a problem but i do think there is a difference between i guess like logical stands and stands that just don't give a fuck and they'll do whatever their faves say i think we can say rather than say less intelligent we could say that they're more 
easily manipulated as in not manipulated as in to like do things but also manipulated by their stance to like buy a product or they're easily influenced better rather than others but that's just my opinion but guys well let's end this right here advice of the week is you need to believe in yourself so things can come into your life because why are you even asking for things that you don't believe that they're coming in i really don't get it honestly you need to believe in yourself for things to come into your life how do you expect like your manifestations your dreams or any of your aspirations to come into your life if you don't even believe in yourself which just means you don't believe that they're going to come in so in the end of it you do have to have that point where you just know things are going to work out in your favor i know it's hard but in the end you just have to have some optimism i can name the number of times i've been so optimistic and just thought okay everything is going to work out in my favor and it has worked out in my favor that is the motto i move by everything is going to work out in my favor i say that every single day i say that every single fucking time even when there's a roadblock i say everything is going to work out in my favor and it ends up working out in my favor so in the end of it you need to believe in yourself for things to come into your life a negative mindset just brings in negativity into your life and i understand people can't be positive all the time but sometimes just try to push through it i'm telling you right now it's hard but in the end of it when you get to where you're meant to be you'll be so grateful about it i know it's hard though Either way, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Let Me Tell You Some Podcast. It is Wista. Um, you can find this podcast on Google, SoundCloud, Apple Play. You see, look at me saying Apple Play, Google Play, Apple Podcast, what else? Spotify, wherever you found this podcast, where you gotta fucking follow this podcast, write a review, give some constructive criticism, and the end is helping me out so I can handle it. Trust me, I deal with executives. I I can handle this shit um what else you can find this podcast on instagram you can find well you can't find a podcast on instagram you can find me on instagram at it's wista i-t-s-w-i-s-t-a you can find the podcast on tiktok at let me tell you something pod i'm going to be doing some switches on the tiktok you'll definitely be able to see my face if you follow me on instagram you'll definitely see my face I will be doing a face reveal on TikTok eventually. I have some few things I got to get together, but definitely trying to embark more on like the social side of it too. We're also going to talk about like the changes of social media and how things are going to be happening next episode, because especially with this whole TikTok ban and how Lemon 8 or Wait or whatever, that new platform that the company that owns TikTok is doing, is definitely going to be interesting. So we're definitely going to be talking about that. But either way, you guys have an amazing day, amazing week. Whenever you're listening to this, if you listen to this in the future, what's up, bitch? We in the future. I got to go, you guys, because I got to go to the New York Auto Show. Wish me luck. I'll give you guys an update next week. Bye.